The coaching carousel is spinning at an uncontrolled pace, but there's another thing that is spinning just as hard. That's the transfer portal. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. This is AJ Black. This is our big transfer portal episode because there's so much to talk about. On today's show, we're going to jump in and talk about the Boston College players that have entered the transfer portal. Then I'm going to give you Boston College's wish list for what Jeff Halfley should address in the transfer portal this offseason. And then finally... Some good news between ACC Network and Comcast. So, first of all, the the transfer portal. We have had so many BC players, not not a ton, but we've had six or seven BC players enter the transfer portal. Yesterday, we reported that Joseph Sparacio and Hugh Davis, both uh, reserve linebackers, had entered the transfer portal. Today, Jamin Muse, a safety, and Aaron Boomeri entered the transfer portal. Now, you look at the names, and honestly... You, you wish them well because this is a good idea for everyone involved. First of all, you've got five or six players that are not going to play next year. I mean, as much as you want to see some of them play, like a guy like Sparacio and Davis, they're not the the right type of linebackers that Jeff Halfley uses in his defense. Those were Steve Adazio recruits. Good players. They were special teamers. They did things here. But you saw Bryce Steele. You saw Cam Arnold. They're going to be the future at linebacker, and I'm sure they have other guys coming up as well that are more of the guy, the players that Jeff Halfley wants. So it's good for Sparacio and Jay Davis. They can now transfer to a program where they could see playing time. Now, Davis, he is from Indiana. He had a ton of MAC offers when he came out of school, so maybe he finds a school in that area so he can stay closer to home and get some playing time. Sparacio, he is from Florida. I'm not sure where he'll end up. Maybe he ends up with the Dazio in Colorado State. Who knows? Who even knows if Adazio will still be there? But maybe he'll find a new spot. You know, some of these players, they had to drop down a level, too. And uh, you never know with some of these players. Now, Sparacio, if you remember correctly, in 2019, he was a starter for Boston College as as a redshirt freshman. Uh, There was an injury to Isaiah McDuffie that took him out of the season, and... um, that put Sparacio in, and he had a big interception versus that Virginia Tech game, uh, that first game of the season in 2019. So he had some moments, but once uh, Halfley came in, his playing time sort of diminished. Now, Boomeri, now that one might be shocking to some of you. You're like, oh man, you know, he hit 18 to 20 field goals in 2020. You know, he was good for Adazio his last year. He came first from Temple. You think also, man, has he been in college for like six or seven years? Well, he has one more year of eligibility left because he didn't play this year. So he gets that extra year, um, uh, you know, post-grad COVID year that they, they put together. So he can go play anywhere. And, you know, as good as he was, he had limit, some some issues with range. He wasn't a very good kicker. And you saw it already this year. Connor Lytton is our Lytton. Connor Lytton is the future kicker for this program. He showed very clearly this year that he is very reliable, and you want to give him the chance. I mean, let him play for four years. So, Litton will be the, the kicker. So, Bumeri, if he's ready to play, uh, you know, he's going to have to find a new place to play. Now, he's also medically fragile, too. I mean, he's had two hip surgeries. That's scary for a kicker. So, hopefully he can find a new place. He played at Temple before, but Rod Kerry has been fired. So, there's probably no more connections with the Owls, but um, we'll have to wait to see where he ends up. 
Now, Jamin Muse, that's the bigger one. That's the name that people are like, wow, okay. You know, he was, I think, third on the team in tackles last year. He had four or five interceptions. You know, he's a ball hawk and safety that did a really nice job for BC. But again, he's an Adazio guy. BC found what they wanted at safety position this year, after, and, you know, Muse was pushed back. You know, Muse got a lot of playing time. He only ended up with 12 tackles, though. He was, he was more of a situational player. Um, as Jason Matry was moved from cornerback to safety, and they brought in Jaden Woodby, who is coming back next year, and he's playing because he's, again, a, a speedier safety. That's what Halfley wants. He keeps pre- pressing that he needs speed on this team. Muse was a good player, and obviously the team really respected him. But going into next year, he wouldn't have been a starter. You know, he missed the end of this year with with an injury. He would have been a situational player again, and if he thinks that he can go someplace and play, might as well. He's from Elizabethtown, New Jersey. Maybe he goes and plays for Rutgers. Maybe he finds another school to go play for. But as I've always said with recruits and transfers, it stinks, you hate it. But you understand, right? Most of these players, you're not going to hear them bashing Halfley on his way out. And many of them probably don't have any any gripes. I think they all really enjoyed it here. But it's a situational thing where they need to go play, where go where they can play. And right now, it's not at Boston College. Halfley said on Sunday he's going to have honest, frank conversations with some of these players so that they can make the best choice for them and their families. That's, that's what he's done. Clearly, some of these players are going. And don't be surprised that if there's more players that enter the transfer portal. And please, 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 if you have in your head right now, the reason they're doing this is because the offense stunk or that they didn't finish more than 6-6 six and six or any of that, I'm telling you right now, that's not the reason these kids are transferring, okay? That is, that's kind of what you think as a fan. They're not, but they're not disgusted. That This is not them leaving because they're disgusted with the program. This is them leaving because they want to go get some playing time, and who can blame them? It's good for them. It's good for Boston College because the Eagles now have like seven or eight uh, new roster spots open that they can either address in the transfer portal or they can get a recruit with because, as we've said a couple weeks ago, there's there's a new little rule where they can actually get a bumper class where they can add a few players. So if BC has some players that they want to add, say, hey, you know, like Ty Chan, who's playing at Notre Dame and Notre Dame just lost their head coach and they want to fit him in. This is the perfect time to do it. So we'll have to see how many more transfers go. I, I still think there's probably going to be like three or four more. And we'll, we'll report it here on Locked on Boston College so you know everything going on. I mean, there's other players too. There's smaller players like Giovanni Holmes who never played for BC and um, Aiden Livingston, their backup snapper, both transfer are in the portal too. But those aren't really ones that we're going to talk about because we really don't know much about them. So those are the, the, we already know our big ones for now. Now in a moment, We'll chat a little bit about the wish list for Boston College. Now that they have those spots, what are they going to do? But all right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. I, I seriously, I love Prize Picks. It's so much fun. It's the leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and offers all the star powers of the Power Five, as well as mid-major plays you may never even heard of. They offer any props you can think of from yards to touchdowns and even interceptions thrown. Now, you could use anything. You could go and say, if you want to make this, you can make it a mixed sports thing. You could pick Jalen Brown and you could pick Mac Jones. You could do the over on his touchdowns and Jalen Brown's uh, points per game. You could do that. It's so easy. It's so much fun. And there's a million different things that you can do to make your bet feel the best way possible. And when you make your first deposit up to $100, they're going to match you. 
up to 100%, up for $100 using the promo code locked on. So make sure that again, 100% deposit match up to $100 for prize picks. Now, using the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, it's so easy to use. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's super simple. It's safe and offers fast withdrawal. So if you're a big winner, you can get your money quick. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code locked on. Or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. If this is your first time listening to Locked On Boston College, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy our podcast. We are a daily Boston College fantasy, uh, not fans, Boston College podcast that talks everything Eagles, whether it's football, basketball, hockey. We talk it all. We have guests. We have um, interviews. We have everything. If you want to make sure that you get all your Boston College news from us, hit that subscribe button. And I really would appreciate if you did. Now, we're going to talk a little bit here about the transfer portal and how it could help Boston College. Now, in the first segment, if you've not listened already, we chatted a little bit about all the players that are left. And it's been a mess at mass exodus, not just at Boston College, though. It's been a mass exodus everywhere. It, just like 2020, we saw a, an unprecedented amount of players entering the transfer portal due to the new rules that didn't make players sit out after that transfer. They get a one-time exception. Players from around the country hit the portal. Now, the same thing is happening now. Now, with players returning and, you know, spots being filled on the depth chart and coaches moving, there's players everywhere that are starting to look around and say, hey, I might want to go someplace else. And maybe that place they want to end up is Boston College. So what could Jeff Halfley look for in the transfer portal? Now, one one thing I could tell you, I could pretty much guarantee he's probably not going to get a quarterback. Okay, you got Phil Jakovic for next year. He's going to be your starter. You got Emmett Moorhead. He's your backup, and then you've got some depth guys coming in like Peter Delaportis. You have Matt Reeve, and you have Dalen Menard, who's still there, unless he hits the transfer portal. Um, and so you have basically your quarterback situation set, and you really don't want to 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 you know dip the water uh, to uh, splash the water there in case. Um, there's a you know a 2023 kid because there's some really good quarterbacks that they're looking for in that class. So you don't really want to do that, but maybe there is some reason that they go for quarterback. I don't think they will. Running back, I absolutely don't think they're going to go for. They got Pat Garwo. They're going to have a trio of freshmen coming in. They're they're set there. The positions I think that you could see some positional moves going on in is the ones that they've had the issues with. It's defensive line. I mean, the defensive tackle position we saw Isaiah Henderson and Chris Banks and Cam Horsley. So they probably have, they're pretty good there. It's the defensive end though. They're going to get Marcus Valdez back. Brandon Barlow is graduating, but I don't think Shita Salah, Shita Salah, excuse me, is the answer at the other defensive end position. He is a situational player, a guy that you can spring in, like kind of like what Barlow has been doing for years. You know, third, third defensive end. You don't want him in there all the time. You need someone explosive. So just like they were with Jaden Woodby. I mean, remember, Jaden Woodby was one of the best uh, safeties that was in that class. Boston College should really uh, consider going out and trying to find that elite, to top rank defensive end that's looking around. And I honestly, I don't know who that's going to be yet. I, I have to dig down. I mean, the, the portal is going so fast. I can't even, like, usually I can, like, look at, like, oh, that guy, oh, you know, he has a relationship with Azar Duel with him or Halfley knew him somewhere. There's, like, I mean, today there must have been 90 to 100 guys just thrown in. So it's, like, I got to take some time, sift through, see who they've been going after or who knows players on the staff. But I think the defensive line is a specific Situate uh, player position that they have a little bit of need for. Secondly, 
I think they're going to need... I, I wouldn't be surprised if they look at the linebacker position again. I mean, Isaiah Graham Mobley was good. Cam Arnold, as we saw, is still learning that position. So you need someone next to him that is uh, uh, more of a rock. And Bryce Steele, he might be that guy in a year or two, but he's not there yet. You might want to see what you can find. Maybe another grad transfer for one more year until Steele is ready, or maybe another younger guy is coming up through the ranks. Vinny De Palma also will get some playing time, I'm sure, too. But you want another third guy probably to fill that linebacker position. And then finally... Uh, you know, I, I still look at the corner, at the tight end position and say they're probably a year away from their guys coming up. You know, Gordonier, he could be. I haven't seen enough from him to know what he could do. I know some people are very high on him as a pass-catching tight end. But with one more year of Jakovic, if there is a elite tight end out there that you can get for one more year to get you to Gordonier, to get you to the freshmen. They have a, a two freshmen coming in, uh, Jeremiah Franklin and Matt Reagan. Uh, they just got, they're going to need some seizing. They're going to be true freshmen. So maybe another tight end could be a position I could see them looking for. And, you know, offensive line, you may, uh, but they're going to go, they're going to probably roll out next year with Mahogany, with Ken, Drew Kendall, Ozzie Trapillo, and Tyler Vrabel. And then the fifth one will probably be someone like Kevin Klein or Kevin Pine or someone like that. But if there's a a, a uh, guy that they know or you know a really talented offensive lineman, they might get him, bring him in. But we'll have to wait and see what they do there. Um, I don't I don't think that, and I def I'm not sh- I don't see it with the secondary. You know they got C.J. Burton, they got Sean Asbury, uh, Sebastian and DeBerry are are not. We're not sure what they're going to do yet. But if they come back, they're pretty set. Safety position, I think they're pretty good. Um, so th- there's a, a few spots here and there and, you know, Halfley, he always likes to, he's going to probably, he's already talked about this before, want to address the depth of this team. So getting guys like he did last year, like JT Thompson, who played a valuable role, he needed to play, um, getting a few guys like that too, where they're not going to be starters, but they're guys that in case there's an injury that happens where you, these are the guys you throw in. So I think there could be some of that as well in the transfer portal, but it's going to be exciting. And believe me on bcbolton.com and on this podcast, I will give you all the details of anything I know. I've been trying to follow along as much as I can, and I'll be asking and, and talking to staff and, and seeing who uh, they might be interested in. In our final segment, let's get some good news again. We're gonna chat a little. Uh, we're gonna chat a lot about the Comcast deal because, for you Boston College fans that have been shut out of the ACC network, things are about to change. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And as football continues to march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head over to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON. So if you put $100 down, they're going to give you a $50 bonus. That is a win there. You know the bookies don't like that. The books don't like that. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino game. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online, where the game starts. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. The Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavors, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And best of all, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious and healthy, and I love them. If you have not tried a Built Bar, you need to now because they have so many flavors. You're just going to have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? 
pit Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. If you're just standing in the endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So, throw down one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. I have one in my center console in my car. It is perfect for when I get out of work or when I'm on a long road trip. Because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite flavor or you might get in a little fight with some of your family members and things might get out of hand. Your friend, you friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they make up anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Make sure to head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll receive 15% off your order. Again, head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. We are going to talk a little bit about some good news. I know many of you have had gnashing feelings of of dread about the ACC network. If you're a Comcast uh, subscriber, you have not been able to watch many of the games because the ACC network has not been uh, opened for you. Well, that is all changing. As on Tuesday, the ACC network agreed with, uh, and their company agreed with Disney and ESPN to be on the Comcast network. So all of you Comcast subscribers out there, you're going to get the ACC network. It sounds like in a couple of weeks. Now I know you were hoping that you would get it. Jim Phillips uh, had said at the beginning of the season, he was hoping to get it for football. It didn't happen, but if you're a basketball fan, now you're going to get the basketball games because it seems like every single Boston college basketball game has been on the ACC network. And, uh, Next year for football, you'll get that too. So when you looked at the 2021 season, Boston College football had five games on the ACC network. If you were part of Comcast, you were shut out. And I totally get it. So many of you would tweet at me. I, I know, I think it was Dave Wedge, who we've had as a guest, would tweet me every day that there was a BC game. And I'd tweet out the how to watch. And he'd go, can't watch it. I'm on Comcast. Thanks, ACC. And I'd get that every Saturday. And I loved, I loved it because I, I get it. Like It was so frustrating that this com- company couldn't come to, to agreement with ESPN and the ACC network to get them on their carrier. Now you're going to get it. And so next year on Saturdays, we'll be able to watch Boston College football together. That'll be great. It's going to be another, I think they said 20 million people that are going to be added to the ACC network, putting the ACC network at 92 million or so uh, total customers. That really improves the footprint of this conference. More people are going to be able to watch the ACC network and more be able to, to watch the product and be able to see like the MyPillow ads and all those other awful duct tape or whatever they call that tape thing that they had or the crappy knives that they sell or whatever they have on those infomercials. I mean, Comcast listeners, if you have not watched the ACC network because you haven't had it yet, you are going to be in a treat. So let me tell you how the normal ACC network production goes. First of all, you're going to watch a football game where they there's going to you're not going to get um, angles of anything that you want because their angles are just usually really bad. So if you're like, "Oh, was that a fumble? Did that guy step out of bounds?" blah 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 blah, don't worry about it. They're not going to show it to you because that's what the ACC network does. That's what that's the first piece. It's a decent uh, announcers. I'm not going to trash on them. Just the production's a little wonky, wonky. Then it goes to commercials and the commercials are always the same. It's always those made-for-TV things. And ACC fans, if you are listening to this, go on Locked on BC, tweet at me some of your favorite ones because there's some terrible ones. They got like those the, like lousy laser games for kids. I was saying the duct tape. 
they had my pillow before that whole thing got weird. Um, and they have all of these and it's just like watching it and going, Oh my gosh, like the, the products that they're selling are, it's, it's so bad. It's comical, but you'll get to check out a lot of that kind of stuff. They, They have normal uh, ads in there too and then they'll throw in at least every ad, uh, ad break one ACC network uh, ad along with both teams that are playing in it so by the end of a game you'll probably have heard that about 30 times so if you want to see uh, last year it was Dabo Sweeney swinging a sledgehammer at a rock over and over and over and over and over and over again thank god they got rid of that this season this year it was um, the NF, uh, ACC players in the NFL and they had some song that went along with that but they played that over over and over and over and over and over again. So, you know, Comcast fans, I know you're happy to watch the games, but you'll also get these earworms and all these little nice little nuances of the ACC network. But honestly, it's not that bad. In addition of getting the ACC network, you'll also get ACC network extra. So those are all the games. You'll have to watch those on your laptop, but they're the ones that aren't on the TV. And that's a lot more in basketball. So like if BC was like playing like Holy Cross in basketball, they usually throw out an extra. You have to go on ESPN.com and you you log in and then you can get it on that. But you're at least you got it. Can't complain about that. So we'll all have to have some fun at some of those ads and talk about the ACC network as BC basketball continues on the season. And when we hit baseball season too, they have some – I loved that the baseball was on there during the spring. That will be something you'll enjoy as well. Now, on tomorrow's show – we're going to continue talking about uh, the upcoming football bowl game. We'll figure out where BC could be heading. We'll talk a little bit more about recruiting because we have to jump in and, and, and get into the recruiting as the early signing period is only a few weeks away, and we'll get into all the news. Thank you all for listening. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. You can find us on Twitter as well at LockedOnBC. And thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.